Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, September 16th, and we are going to have a high of 21 degrees here in the Edmonton area. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. You can listen to the podcast wherever you want, but if you want to listen in live, there's one particular app that you need to listen to on at 6 o'clock every morning. And that's an app called Podbean. Um, once you download it, you look up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and you can join all these other lovely investors who are joining us right now, coming into the room, um, saying their good mornings. Um, so you can chat in the in the chat box there. There's also a call-in button. Uh, click that call-in button. Ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every morning, free coaching. We will answer them. Um, as well... We've got some pretty cool prizes we you know we give away every month. We have uh, what's called our top fan uh, prize or our top fan draw. Mm -hmm. And how that works is for everyone who shows up and uh, engages in the show. There's many different ways to you know to increase your engagement score. But uh, you know, for example, hearts. There's a heart button. So if you if you're liking the show, you click on that heart button. I think it lets you click on the heart every. Was it 90 seconds or something like 300. that? 300. Every 300 seconds. There's a science. There's a <laughs> science behind this. Every 300 seconds, you can click that heart button. But it, it accumulates, you know, on your engagement score. If you share the show through the app to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever the heck it does, um, that gives you, you know, increases your engagement as well. Um, call into the show increases your engagement many um, different ways. So as you engage, as you join in live, and as you play along essentially and you know stay engaged uh, it, it gives you extra points at the end of the month what we do is we take the top five fans the top five fans who have the most the highest engagement scores and we throw them into a draw and uh i, I tell you about the do you want me to talk about the draw system because we don't talk about it very often first place gets five ballots second place gets four ballots third place gets three ballots, fourth place gets two ballots, and fifth place gets one ballot. And then we pull the name out of the hat, and then that winner wins two free coaching calls with Mr. Hillier. That's right. Yeah. Two free one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. Pretty amazing. Yep. So, I mean, you got free coaching here every morning. You can talk to me every morning, but if you're shy... <laughs> and you'd rather not talk about it in front of everybody. That's fine. That's fine. I think you're limiting yourself, but that's fine. If you want to go deeper and you want to talk, you know, real strategy, you know, that's, that's the way to win the prize. So, um, you got to tune in every day. You got to stay engaged in the show. You got to share it. You got to, if you want it bad enough, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to do everything we can at the very least me. I don't know about you, Gabby. <laughs> But I'm going to do, we're going to do everything in our power to, to give you, <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. We're going to do everything in our power to give you guys the resources that you need in order to take action 
and and to and to reach your goals. There are paid options as well, but I I I believe that there should always be affordable or free options. Yes. Right. And for those of you that want to streamline it and you want to get it done faster and you want to, you know, move much quicker, um, then there's always the master's mentorship program as well, which we'll be talking about in a few minutes. Um, why don't we take a quick word from our sponsors and then we get into some upcoming events and then get into the show. And in the meantime, if you guys are in the chat, let us know what you want to talk about today. Awesome. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you currently invest in Southwest Ontario or Alberta, you need to get on the DCI Properties Buyers List. Like now, these guys have wicked deals for flippers and buy and hold investors. They know their numbers and they are really easy to work with. In speaking with their owner, their goal is to help investors get into properties that make them money. That's it. Plain and simple. Don't wait. Get on their list and start accessing these amazing deals today. Just go to www.dciproperties.com ca slash alberta buyers to access their off-market alberta properties and www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers for their ontario properties it's just that easy you're looking to increase cash flow would you like to buy more properties without going to the bank would you like to raise more capital if so barry mcguire's afs program is where you need to be join us on september 24th in edmonton alberta Sign up now at barrymaguire.ca. That's barrymaguire.ca. Right on, right on, right on. Uh, quick question right out of the gate in the chat here. Did we miss deal of the week yesterday? Are you asking, did you miss it or did I miss it? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I got into uh, I got into story time yesterday and I forgot all about letting you guys know that uh, there was no deal of the week. They didn't have a deal for us, so not a big deal. Go out and find your own. Nope. Not a big deal, but no deal at all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say go find your own? Yeah, go find your own. <laughs> Jesus, do you want everything to be handed Hand on a silver you? platter, dude? Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it was a big bummer, but uh, uh, come back next week on Thursdays uh, for Thursday's deal of the week. Did they hear your snap? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do we got going on here in the chat? Nobody has anything they want to talk about. Nothing at all. Wow. Okay. All right. Nothing in the chat at all. Okay. We got some questions from Cody. Okay, great. Cody, I'm going to mark that question. We'll get into it just shortly. Um. Cody wants to know what the regulation around illegal and legal suites is. If we buy a place that is being rented, but we find it is an illegal suite, then we would need to renovate, correct? Ooh, that's a good question. We're going to be getting into that. That's good. That's good. Upcoming events. Uh, this Sunday, if you, uh, we've got our um, Edmonton Fix and Flip networking event. Um, we will be there, hosted by Matt and Taylor Bordian. We got a bouncy castle, which is going to be there hosted by event crashers. Um, so if you got to, if you want to bring the kids, bring the kids, we have bouncy castle out front. We got a, um, have we told Justin? I don't know. You might want to write that down. <laughs> we should let him know. Um, I don't think that the house is like in, there's nothing dangerous in the house right now. No, no railings though. 
no railings. And I don't think they've started painting yet, so we're okay on that. On that. But if they do start painting today, then I, yeah, okay, we should probably just let him know, just in case there's anything that we just don't want or if we need anything put away. But anyways, we are in prep stage right now. Um, uh, Justin sent me a really, uh, sorry, Amber sent me a really cool video. I'll have to show you afterwards, Gab. Huh. Um, we had some child labor yesterday. Oh, fun. Um, <laughs> uh, one of their kids was out with an ice scraper, scraping oh, the, um, no the, the, the sidewalk. The sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking like child labor, like with a paint roller. They got they scraping <laughs> a sidewalk. I'm like, oh dear God, that poor kid. But he was strong, strong. Yeah. Like I was watching. Like that's that's some that's some hard work. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's okay. But anyways, that's uh, that that network networking event is on Sunday in Edmonton. So um, you can sign up for that on Eventbrite. If you guys are looking for the link, head over to the free Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group on Facebook, and uh, the links are posted right at the top there in the featured. They're pinned. So you can click on that uh, Eventbrite link. It's free to show up. Um, but come on out, check out a fix and flip project. And if you're not into fix and flips, come on out and just talk to other investors. You know, we talked about that a lot this week about just, you know, really um, focusing on your circle, focusing on your network. And these are people who are in it every day. These are people who are taking action. And these are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And if you're in Calgary, the next Calgary meetup event, um, networking event at another fix and flip um, is on September 21st. 21st. Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday um, evening, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Hosted by Jared and Crystal out in Calgary. Um, I am 99% going to be there as well. Um, so come on out for that. Same thing. If you guys were looking to network with other people, looking to, to check out, you know, fix and flips and learn the whole process. That's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, on that next Saturday, on September 24th, we've got Barry McGuire's Agreement for Sale Focus Workshop. Very, very, very excited for that. Um, Gabby and I will be presenting there as well. Um, agreement for Sale is my favorite strategy. I know mm -hmm. we talk about a lot about fix and flips, but my favorite is Agreement for Sale by far. That's how we got our start in real estate investing. That's how we built up our portfolio. If you don't know what Agreement for Sales is, go Google it or look back into previous episodes. We talked a lot about it. It's a seller financing strategy um, where you can acquire properties for little to no money uh, while as well the seller will carry the financing for you. Did you just tell people to go Google Agreements for Sale? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully um, productive stuff comes up in that Google search. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Very complicated strategy. <laughs> Well, I mean, just like, I don't, don't have time. base your education off of Google. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I just don't have time to explain what it is right yes, now. Okay. We got to get into a show. Cody's okay. waiting patiently. We have actually a few questions now. Have oh, up. goodness gracious. Yeah. Good. Um, and uh, as well, we made a huge announcement this week that we have a huge promotion for anyone that joins the REI master's mentorship program, which is our mentorship program. Mm -hmm. It's a one-year mentorship comes with tons and tons of courses and monthly workshops weekly coaching, um, as well as now access to, sorry, for anyone who joins from now or before Wednesday of next week, Wednesday, the 21st, mm -hmm. they're going to get free access, free entry into Barry McGuire's agreement for sale workshop. Yeah. 
live in person in Edmonton. Yeah. So definitely cool. if, if you've been on the fence about joining master's mentorship, now would be a decent time to do it. Yeah. Get a pretty large freebie out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's by far my favorite course that I've ever taken. Yeah. Now of the courses that I was mentioning that are in the master's mentorship program, uh, all of Barry McGuire's home study kits are part of the master's mentorship program. You get, a, you get access to the agreement for sale home study kit, rent to own joint ventures, wholesaling, fix and flips. Um, as well as all of the other documents and contracts and everything you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Other training videos, previous past workshops, um, basically any contract or document or checklist that you need is in the master's fault. We've made sure of it. And if there isn't, you just ask and we'll put it in there. We are dedicated to giving you all the resources that you need in order to, uh, to get started. And then the coaching and the mentorship is just all about helping you take action and come up with a, with a, with a plan. Mm-hmm. There's a big reason why I'm okay with doing free coaching every morning. A lot of people ask, well, what, Wayne, well, what do you, what, 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 dude? And this is like, this is, this is competitors and the, like, and, and also just, you know, people who are just genuine, genuinely like grateful. Wayne, why do you, why do you give it all away for free every morning? Like, why do you get up every morning just to answer people's questions for free? You know, you can charge for this, right? <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. What I've learned is it doesn't matter how much free education I give out. Most people won't take action. <laughs> so that's yeah, the truth. It it's the truth. That has nothing to do with education. Because I see people every day, they're learning and learning and learning. And they, I, I know people that have been in this game for 10 years. And they're still pretty much at the same spot they were 10 years ago. And they're just like adding it to the toolbox, right? Yeah. Just waiting for the perfect moment. And they never do anything. So I know that the right people will find us for the master's mentorship program. I'm not concerned about that because the master's mentorship program isn't about education. There's tons of education and resources there, everything you need, but it's not about that. It's coming up with a plan and being held accountable. Yeah. That's the important part of master's. Yeah. And that's what everybody like go and go and speak to anyone who's in the master's mentorship program right now. Um, if you're curious, go and ask them and they'll tell you the exact same thing. All the resources are there. So when you come up with a plan and you decide you want to do something, I'm going to tell you, Hey, go check out this course or go read this right now. Right? Okay. If you're going to do that, go check out this. I will direct you directly to the resources that you need to educate yourself on that strategy. But it's, it's our coaching sessions. Last night was our coaching session Mm -hmm. is less about education and more about strategy. Right. That's why I'm okay with doing it for free every morning. I know the right people will find us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So again, if you guys are interested, uh, head to www.reimasters.ca, register for uh, REI Masters Mentorship Program, and you will get free access to Barry McGuire's Agreement for Sale course in Edmonton, September 24th. Mm-hmm. You don't need a special code or anything. You'll automatically be... Get them automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I must say, Gabby, we've had a lot of good episodes. We've had a lot of good episodes. <laughs> yes. Not a lot of bad episodes. Yes. But a lot, a lot of good episodes. Most of them start out bad, though. Most of them start out bad. <laughs> um, I must say, this week, as a whole. 
might have been our best week of episodes. Mm. I have weeks where I've got one or two good ones. Yeah. And three flops. Um, but I got to say, I think this week might be. Been on fire, to fire this week. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Because like, you know, yeah. I don't know. You guys tell me. Maybe they've been garbage. I feel like they've been good. <laughs> I feel like I've had some pretty decent flow. And when it comes to the quality of the um, the contents or, or what we're talking about, I, I don't always, I never prep. So I don't always get to focus on the topics that I think that are the most important until they kind of come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really, I just like to just to go with the flow and whatever you guys want to talk about, that's what I talk about. And then I will kind of direct the conversation or the discussion of topics around that. And just this week, it's just been really, really good, yeah. solid stuff that I think as a whole, you know, if you listen to this week over and over, you're going to get some really good value um, if you throw it on repeat this, this weekend. Ken agrees. He says definitely some classics this week. There's some key fundamentals in here that I think that just, you know, again, like we can talk about evicting tenants and we can talk about, you know, what kind of flooring is best and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I, again, as I mentioned, like it's not the education that, that people need. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hearing the right things at the right times in order to, to take the action. Like Josh did this week, by the way, actually, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to mention that as well. Um, Congratulations again to Josh. Is, is it C? God damn it. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> C. Josh C. I'm pretty sure he's going to correct me. Um, uh, for joining Masters um, this week during the show. And as well, we have another big announcement. Uh, congratulations to Chris yes. for joining last night as well. So we had another guy who's taken advantage of this big promotion and, and the agreement for sale. So awesome. um, add on. So Chris joined last night. We had Josh join the day before. So um, hop on the train, guys. <laughs> it's a leaving the station. <laughs> Big congratulations to those guys there. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that, but uh, just talking about like how the, the right things have been said, and then it, it shows. It shows that you know not just because they're joining masters, but I can just see that they're like you know what fuck. You're absolutely right. Remember that magic word? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. He's right. I need to do something. What do I need to do? And then it just, they realized that masters was the path. That's exactly what they needed. Right. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm repeating the same thing over and over. It's goddamn insanity because I just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results and it's not happening. So I need to get in this group because this group of people are taking action. I want to surround myself with the best. I also want to be held accountable by, you know, people who, okay, I'm going to say it by the best. Are we the best? Hell yeah. Okay. I just don't want to sound kind of cocky. So that's why they decided to do it. I'm going to get all the resources I need. It's a one-stop shop and, and they're going to hold me accountable and I can just see those guys are taking action. So that's where I mm-hmm. want to be. Right. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to see if I can end this week off on the same note. Depends on the questions that are coming up here. <laughs> you guys might be contributing to the worst part of the week. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm done. I'm rambling. Okay, Cody's question. <clears throat> uh, well, first, just because it's relevant, somebody says, I don't, know who, I don't know who this somebody is. Their name's a jumble. 
Um, but it says, can someone set up a phone call with you to see if the master's mentorship is a fit for them based on their situation? Yes. Reach out. God damn it. I'm going to get flooded. <laughs> I just talked about this the other day. Um, that like, that's, that's the hardest part about growing masters is that everybody, and I get it. It's a huge investment, right? It's a huge investment. And um, before you go and drop that kind of money, you want to have a good conversation to see if this is right. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, you getting to know us every morning on the morning show gives you a good indication. But yes, absolutely. What you can do is just send me an email to info at reimasters.ca. I'll get that schedule. I can probably squeeze it in today. Nice. Um, yeah, it just, I can't have one hour conversations with everyone. Because next thing you know, you know, 50 people this month, 50 hours, that'll, that adds up pretty quick. And then I don't, um, I don't get anything done. I still, I still run a business, businesses. So. Awesome. And uh, another thing that we really recommend is that you chat with some of the people who are in the program, because that'll give you the real indication. I mean, you can talk with us and and of course we think it's the best right <laughs> oh yeah but talk to some people who have dropped the money and who are taking part in it and what they're getting from it oh yeah because yeah. i'm i'm a sales guy i'm gonna sell the shit out of that thing <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding gabby's right i i i don't i don't like selling because essentially like masters is 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 a is a vibe <laughs> and <laughs> and it's 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 less about it's less about Gabby and I. Obviously, like Gabby, like a lot of people think, oh yeah, I have access to Gabby and Wayne. That's okay, that's that's the big reason. Or like access to all the courses that are available within it. Okay, I can get that. But um the where was I going with this? <laughs> See, there it is. We're going downhill. I completely lost my train of thought. Um, the best way to find out, you know, what Masters is all about is from other people who are in masters, right? Cause they're going to tell you what it's like, what the environment's like, what the support system is like, um, how far above and beyond we go, right? For everyone individually. I, I make random phone calls when I'm driving. Sometimes if I see somebody in masters, that's just like, what's going on with this guy? What's going on with this girl? What's okay, I'll call them on my drive and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Hmm? How come you're not doing what you're supposed to do? Or like, you've been awfully quiet in the coaching sessions. What's going on? Like, do you need a kick in the ass? What are you thinking right now? What are you working on? So we go above and beyond with that. And the only way to really truly find out is from someone else. Um, and not from me, because I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you all the great things about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, no, I, I lie. That's a complete lie. I hate talking about us. I hate it. It's not about us. It's about, it's about the, um, the vibe that we're trying to create. And that is just, you know, Coming up, coming up with a good solid plan to get you where you want to be in life. And that's, that's the first part of masters is really, truly figuring out what you want in life first and then determining how much you need in order to live that life every day. And then what strategies are we going to use to get you that passive income to provide you that life every single day? It's not so much about Wayne and Gabby, it's about that process right there. And we're going to help you with that process. Trademark name is pending. 
I don't know. We got to name that that system. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> yeah. like I said, it, it is like it's 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 um it's more of a movement. It's 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 a it's a process. It's a system. As as and, and it and, is the most important. Yeah. 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 We're working on just like throwing that in a bottle and and <laughs> naming it. Um, but that's what it's all about. That's that's what you're gonna find is is what we focus on the most in masters, and less about being close to Wayne and Gabby, right? It's about the system that we create to help you reverse engineer your goals to get you to your goals as quickly as possible. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Um, uh, mystery person, what city are you in? Just let me know. And if if I can't get on the phone with you right now, I can I can find you one of our masters in, in, in your city or area. And uh, they can have a quick chat with you too. Yeah. And uh, Liam has also offered up, said to reach out to him. Liam's dope. Liam is dope. Liam's in Poland. Liam is in Poland. He's taking calls in Poland. <laughs> He's listening to our morning show in Poland. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. What time is it? Okay, Cody's hey, question. Siri, <laughs> what time is it in Poland? It's 2.25 p.m. in Warsaw, Poland. Okay. Cool. It's in the afternoon. I'm going to start doing that on the podcast more often. <laughs> getting Siri to answer your questions for you. <laughs> hey, Siri, what is an agreement for sale? Okay. I found this on the web for what is an agreement for sale. Check it out. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? Um, two of the three. Okay. Never mind. One of the three. Um, uh, one of the three is correct. The other two. Um, is is agreement of purchase and sale, which is extremely confusing for yeah. Ontario investors because the, their real estate purchase contracts uh, are called agreement of purchase and sale. So it's just like your standard, you know, purchase contract when you buy a property. Right. Not the same as an agreement for sale, which is a seller financing strategy. Yeah. Um, kind of sort of similar to like a vendor take back mortgage. <clears throat> a little confusing. Okay. Cody, thank you for your patience. What? <laughs> um, so you read the question earlier, but I'll just say it again. <clears throat> What's the regulation around illegal and legal suites? If we buy a place that is being rented, but we find it is an illegal suite, then we would need to renovate it, correct? <clears throat> okay. A couple different ways to go about, uh, go about this question. Uh, first things first, if you buy a place um, and it has a suite, I would be checking before you purchase to see if it's permitted Yes. with the city. Don't, don't count on the description. Descriptions lie. <laughs> and, um, and not all realtors know what to look for. Mm -hmm. I know that for a fact because I experienced it. Or we bought a place and we thought it was good. And then we found out afterwards it wasn't. And then we found out the property couldn't be legalized because of the property type and zoning. So um, make sure that you've got a real estate, um, realtor, sorry, who is, this is getting too cliche to say. I, I think we need to change up the verbiage of this. You need an investor focused realtor. I was going to say sophisticated in in 
Well, I mean, if you're looking for secondary suites, if that's your approach, Mm -hmm. then an investor-focused realtor doesn't necessarily mean that they are knowledgeable in secondary suites. Yeah, that's what I... And like Wayne and I have talked a lot about how we've used many different realtors over the years based on what strategy we were using. When we were adding secondary suites, we were using a different realtor than when we're flipping houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure your realtor, whoever you're using, understands the method that you're executing. Yeah. Because the term investor focused for whatever professional, mortgage broker, lawyer, realtor, it's kind of th- that the term is thrown around very loosely now. And so, you know, I say, go and talk to an investor focused realtor and you're like, okay, cool. And then, so you go call up a realtor on a sign on a bench, a park bench sign. And uh, you're like, Hey, uh, I'm looking for an investor focused realtor. Are you investor focused? Oh yeah, absolutely. Buddy. You know what? I'm investor focused. I, I own, uh, you know, I, I own, uh, I own rental properties myself and I have helped lots of people, you know, buy uh, rental properties. Oh yeah. You betcha. What kind of investments are you looking to buy? You buy looking to buy lots? I'll help you out. Don't you worry, buddy. I'll tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear. <laughs> and that's the problem is I keep hearing of these stories of like, oh, my realtor didn't know this or my realtor didn't tell me this or they never found this. And uh, that's the whole reason why I got a realtor who's supposed to be able to do this. Or my mortgage broker, you know, I, I asked if they're investor focused. They're like, oh yeah, for sure. Right, because I told them I was going to be buying lots of properties. Of course, you, I'm whatever you want, baby. <laughs> if you're going to buy lots of properties. So... Um, I keep hearing stories of stuff like that. And we're like, oh, I was, they were really nice. And they said that they, they own rental properties, but then they fucked me over. Like I hear that a lot. Yeah. So what I would recommend is get a really good circle, a really good network of other real estate investors and then ask them all who they use. Right. And if there is a common, you know, um, person that everybody keeps directing you to, and that's a pretty good indication of the person that, you know, you should be choosing. I'd recommend that. But that's that's the one part of the question. Um, if we buy a place that is being rented out, we find out it's it's illegal. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's how you solve that problem right there. Now, if you find out that it's illegal, um, do you need to renovate it? Well, technically... You are in violation of the fire code. Okay. There is nothing in the Residential Tenancy Act of Alberta, because Cody is in Edmonton. There's nothing in the Residential Tenancy Act of Alberta that talks about legal basement suites. Okay. So you can rent out a basement, a room, whichever, call it a basement suite. As per the act the Residential Tenancy Act. There's nothing in there that talks about that. So if a tenant finds out that it's illegal, they can't go to, you know, provincial court or they can't go to the RTDRS, which is the Residential Tenant Dispute Resolution Services, basically a landlord-tenant court. They can't go there and say, this is illegal, sweet. Uh, I want out on my lease. It is not a justifiable term. Uh, it's, it's not a breach of the lease and it's not a breach of the residential tenancy act. You're giving me a face, but I, Gabby, it's not. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. I'll tell you when it is. 
But, oh, I, I yeah, okay. Yeah, but in the Residential Tenancy Act, it's not a breach. Okay. So you can continue to rent it as long as you want, but you are in violation of the fire code because there are fire code requirements. There are also zoning requirements for the city. Your city has zoning requirements, which has um, rules for um, how many people are allowed to be living, you know, if it, like, how many units are allowed to be in a house as per the zoning um, of, of that particular lot. So you may be in violation of zoning and you may be in violation of the fire code. So I will tell you in Edmonton, I, I haven't got an updated stat, but the stat is very, very, very high of somewhere between like 70 to 90% of basement suites are not permitted or quote unquote illegal in Edmonton. Most basement suites in most cities are not permitted. There are no basement suite police. There's no one out there knocking on doors, checking. The only time that it ever comes into question is when a complaint is made with the city. So you'd really have to piss someone off <laughs> in order for a complaint to come in. A disgruntled tenant, uh, a neighbor who's tired of all the cars on the, on the street parking. Um, that is when typically uh, a complaint will go in, but it's normally a tenant who's unhappy. Um, they would put in a complaint with the city, a city inspector will come by and, um, and knock on the door and ask to see the property. And then if they deem it to be, uh, non-conforming to the requirements that are required, fire code and, and zoning requirements, then they will give an order, sorry, a notice to the owner, a notice, a notice to fix the things that are not complying and they'll give them a set period of time. So this property is not permitted and, or, and this bedroom does not have egress windows that comply with, you know, the fire code, please fix these egress windows within the next 30 days. Otherwise we're going to shut you down or whatever they say in the events that you do not comply with the notice then you will be served an order and that order will be to basically cease renting that basement out as a basement suite. Okay. With that order. Now, like you have an order from the city that you have to comply. Otherwise you'll get fined if they come back and they find out about it again as well. The tenant who is living in the basement suite, if they were the one that called and complained, they would then take that order that they have to the RTDRS or the landlord tenant court. And they would say, I have complained to the city that this is not a legal conforming permitted suite. And I've ne they have now been given an order to shut this down. So therefore with this order, I would like to show that they are in breach of the residential tenancy act because I think that they need to, they need to uphold minimum housing and, and living standards or something like that. So if they're, in, if they're not complying with other standards, then that would be a breach of the lease or the residential tenancy act. So therefore, now that they have an order 
now they can apply for termination of the lease through landlord tenant court. That's the process. So being a tenant kind of sucks. Everybody says, oh, a tenant's got all the power. No, there's a process. Like we, we as landlords, we have, um, we have a lot of leniency, right? Tenants just can't move out because, you know, because, you know, they find out later on that it's not a legal suite. There's a process for them in order to, to get to that point where they can actually terminate a lease. Otherwise, they are responsible for the rent up until that point. There's no reimbursements. There's nothing. It's they're they're 100 responsible for it. So, <clears throat> and that's that that same that order that I was talking about. We're calling the city. The same thing goes for mold, and any and um, if if anything else is not uh, meeting the minimum housing and and I can't remember minimum housing and living standards. There's no heat. The water's turned off. Like. Yeah, all kinds of things. Minimum, what's it called? I, I can't remember. Minimum housing and health standards. So if any of those things, like Gabby said, like heat is not um, is not being provided ad- adequate heat, water, anything like anything that doesn't meet those minimum standards, then what a tenant would do is they would have to call Alberta Health Services, file a complaint, an inspector would come out, they would look at it, they would deem yes, they are correct. A notice would be served to the owner. The owner would have a certain amount of time to comply with the notice, and if they don't, an order would be made to the owner to fix it, otherwise fines. And then the tenant can use that order to go to the RTDRS to uh, request a termination of the lease, mm-hmm. right? So that's when, you know, do you need to renovate it? No, not not until an, a notice has been, been, been served to you, right? Thank you. Um, and the regulation around illegal and legal suites, you know, the other part of your question, again, I talked about, you know, there's fire code requirements, and that is, you know, um, ceiling height. Um, that is uh, um, smoke detectors, egress windows, um, fire separation requirements, all that stuff. You can find all of that information on the City of Edmonton. Um, look up City of Edmonton, you know, basement suite requirements or secondary suite requirements. All that information is there on, you know. Um, for the requirements for fire, and then all the information is there in, in regards to zoning as well. Even though your property is zoned for a secondary suite, um, there is a certain amount of, um, there's a ratio for building to, to grass on a property, right? You can't just have, you know, um, you can't just have a giant building and no grass. There's a certain ratio for that. Um, there's a distance between, you know, pro- the house and the garage. There's all these different things as like requirements for your zoning. There's a certain requirement for parking, how many parking spots you have available, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you want to know more information about that stuff. Um, go to the city of Edmonton, look all that stuff up. And if you're looking at a property, I mean, first step would be go look at the electrical panel and see if there's a sticker there that says that um, a secondary suite, um, uh, what, what would it normally say? I uh, it's been a while since I looked at it. Yeah, it's like green sticker with um, the secondary suite 
it's it'll say like um, secondary suite, and then it'll have the approved development. Yeah, and then it'll have the approved uh, checked off. Um, or if it's been grandfathered in um, as a legal suite, but without the up to date requirements, then yeah. it'll have like a white occupancy sticker. Yeah. So for that one, okay, that now we're getting complicated, but let's just let's just focus on the one side, and then I'll talk about the other side because there is another type of sticker for for suites that have been grandfathered, but there's normally a green sticker that says secondary suite development as well. What you can do the city of Edmonton, I know because that's where we invest Cody and I, the city of Edmonton has a secondary suite map that they created years ago. And what you can just look it up, the, you know, secondary suite map Edmonton, and they have a map of all the legal, legal basement suites or, or garage suites or second, whatever secondary suite in Edmonton. You can go through the map and you can find out. So you can search up your address and see if there is one there. Um, you can also call City of Edmonton and you can call 311 and ask them if this, the, this property has a secondary suite uh, permit on the property. Yeah. You can also I, see if any other development permits have been um, uh, ordered. Yeah. I will just say with the map, though, that um, I believe if it was grandfathered in, that they don't always show up on that map. Correct. And that's what I wanted to get into next because that's a whole different thing that was yeah. implemented here a few years ago. Um, Gabby's right. For a few years back, you know, I talked about that stat where, you know, like 70 or 90, whatever the stat was, 90% of basement suites are not permitted. The city of Edmonton really wanted to make a big push to get at the very least fire code. Yes. Right. They, so the city of Edmonton is like, okay, we need to get more suites permitted. Hey guys, we're going to allow you guys to grandfather your suites in because if you go, if you go from scratch for a new development, it's expensive. It's very expensive, the requirements. But if your properties were already basement suites back when they didn't have all those requirements for basement suites, they would allow you to grandfather them in using older building codes and older fire codes. But that's, that's pretty much all they wanted. They just, I, I think it was just a fire code if I recall, cause we did one. Yeah. Um, and then instead of going and getting a permit to the city, I believe it was like the, the fire, the fire marshal, marshal yeah. would come down and, and verify everything was good to the fire code. And then the fire marshal threw a white sticker on it. And they handed you a piece of paper, a certificate saying that it met the requirements for the grandfathering in. Yeah. Which, so when you're buying a property, and this happened to a guy that I, I was coaching a couple of years back. Um, he's like, I bought this property and I'm finding out it's not legal. And they told me it was legal, but it's not. And he called the city of Edmonton and the city of Edmonton says, no, we don't have any development permits for a secondary suite. What he found out was that it was but it was grandfathered in. And for some reason, the white sticker never made it to the electrical box. Mm -hmm. And the previous seller didn't keep that piece of paper they were given, didn't scan it. So it was a whole ordeal to try and track that down. And then they eventually found a file that was opened with the fire marshal, something, something, and he found out that it was. But he was pissed off because um, because it was grandfathered in, it didn't meet like the minimum requirements of like today's standards, mm -hmm. which is like, 
separate heating and ventilation and all those other things. So his property was actually worth significantly less. Well, I was going to say, and that's the thing is that, um, you know, just because there's an occupancy sticker, it doesn't mean that um, it holds the same value. And that's, that's one really important thing to know when you're buying a property that's already suited is what its actual value is. So if it says, you know, in the description, legal secondary suite, yada, yada, and it's listed for, I don't know, 500,000 and you're like, sweet, I'm going to buy this thing. It's already suited. I don't need to do anything turnkey. But you realize after that it was actually grandfathered in and it's just got, you know, the occupancy sticker, you maybe should have only paid 390 or sorry, for, uh, yeah. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what happened to him. You might have overpaid by a hundred grand. He's like, I, <laughs> I bought a house with a two bedroom basement suite and I paid what the market value was for a new developed yeah. secondary suite, which was something like 450 or 470. He's like, I bought it in the perfect neighborhood in Millwoods, LRT's coming in 450, 470. The property grandfathered in suites because it doesn't have the second furnace it doesn't have a bunch of other stuff mm -hmm. is less desirable mm -hmm. because it doesn't have all those updated things yeah and based off of that the value of that property was only like 360 yeah but it said legal suite in the yeah. description and as a new investor you don't necessarily know that you're looking for a second furnace and like all those things and if you don't have a good realtor they're not telling you these and things they didn't catch it yeah, so um, it's a it's an easy to m mistake to make as a new investor who's not completely educated on that entire process. Yeah, yeah, it's a darn shame. Um, just another great example of why I talk about like you know when you talk to your realtor and just say, are you are you sophisticated? Or are you investor focused? It's much better to get a recommendation from someone who's in the industry that's already ahead of you, mm -hmm. so that way you don't you don't mess that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the that's your one hundred and one on regulation around illegal and legal suites. Um, it's something that they really, really wanted to see more. You know, conforming legal suites. Um, they made that big push for you know, I was a year or two where they were allowing grandfathering in. <clears throat> a lot of people took advantage of it. That was good. Yeah, in a good way. I will also say that when that secondary suite map came out, when the when the city implement, implemented that map and they really made a push publicly about it as well, um, there were articles and that link was being, um, you know, po posted everywhere as so they wanted to educate the tenant as well, yes. which puts fire under the landlord's asses to say, okay, these tenants are now being educated that they can find out whether my suite is legal or illegal should I do these minimum things to yes. grandfather it in, spend a lot less money than I need to to fully legalize it if I get shut down later? Yeah. Um, and then the the threat of the of being fined and all those types of things as well. So, you know, uh, making that information available to the public um, was also, yeah, a way to really move things forward. So Ryan asks, do renters know the difference? Um, lots don't, but lots do. Lots have been educated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's another risk, but also the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, like, um, a lot of what Wayne said earlier on is like, well, you don't need to until you, you know, you get shut down basically, but at the same time, you know, if you're renting a place that doesn't have like egress windows and all those types of things, and there's a fire and somebody dies, you you're can, liable. you can be held responsible for the death of somebody. 
and also have the conscience that you didn't provide somebody safe housing and they are now dead because you decided it wasn't worth spending an extra however much money to make it a safe space to live. Yeah. So have that on your conscience. Yeah. Getting real, God. Well, it is real. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. So, yes, um, yes you should legalize your suite. <laughs> 100%. Um, rewinding just a minute, you know, you we were talking about how the city of Edmonton, they, they put out that map and everything else. That was, they put out the map shortly after they stopped doing the grandfathering. So the city of Edmonton actually made a huge push for safer living spaces. So back in, I believe it was 2015 or 2016, they created the Cornerstone Grant, which is what we talked about the other day on the show. Um, it was a grant, um, a few million dollars uh, they, they put in this grant for homeowners who add a legal secondary suite to their home. They were giving a $25,000 grant um, for anyone who, who did that. Um, that who followed the, you know, the, the, the proper permitting process. Um, and it was great because, you know, if you had a house and you did it properly, uh, you know, they would give you $25,000 towards that renovation. The other um, stipulation was that they uh, required you to rent it to lower income families for five years. So we have one and there's, there's one year left on it. It was a house that we were living in. We added it in. We talked about my sister living in the basement, but she fit the criteria. So it was great. Um, we got one year left on that property and uh, we have to rent it to, you know, people who make less than like, $37,000 a year, which, um, which has been pretty, it's been okay. Um, but, you know, they did that again to promote, you know, safe living spaces. And also at the same time, they were, they were checking off the box for affordable uh, living for housing. lower income families. Uh, and then shortly after that, they added in the grandfather, um, grandfathering, um, um, movement for the, whatever, I can't think of my words, uh, for the basement suites. So, Hey, there's not enough safe living spaces. There's way too many non-permitted, uh, suites. We don't have the budget to go hire basement suite police. Um, and it's too hard to figure it out anyways. Like how would you, you'd have to scour Kijiji and Facebook to 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 find suites and then look in the pictures to see and then go and do like spot checks it's it's not it's not productive um so they they say hey guys you know we're gonna allow you to grandfather in pre-existing suites and they did that you know don't worry we're not gonna and you know you're not in trouble you're not it's kind of like mom you're like okay guys you're not in trouble but somebody stole something stole you know money from the change jar and i just need it back i need you to put it back i'm not gonna be mad at you Okay. That's pretty much what Edmonton did. Hey, we're not mad at you, but we want you to admit it. And if you admit it and you fix the problem, we will allow you to grandfather it in. Okay. So they allowed that for a period of time. And then shortly after that, then they implemented the, the new city of Edmonton legal basement suite map. So now they're like, we gave you guys a chance to fess up, to fix it. Now, We're going to go all over the news and basically tell tenants exactly how to find out if your suite is legal or not. We're going to shame you. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) So like tenants, everybody, tenants, look over here. Here is a list of all the legal suites. If your house is not on it, call us and Mm -hmm. let us know. So it was a very good good, um, idea. 
in the city of Edmonton to increase affordability, mm-hmm. sorry, increase safe living spaces for, for lower income families. Yeah. And at the same time, give everybody an opportunity to bring it up to code. And if you don't bring it up to code, then we're going to tell everybody that you're not bringing it up, that you didn't do it and that you don't have a safe living space. And then they can basically tattle on you. And not a whole lot of budget had to go into that either. Think about it from a management perspective, from a city perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's how they, that's how they, that's, that's what their plan was. And they didn't have to put a whole budget into hiring people to go out and play yeah. basement suite police. So it's actually a pretty decent plan. You know, hats off to them. Um, but that map, like no one knows that that map exists anymore. And that was only a few years ago. Well, it was more than a few years ago. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I always think that, um, yeah, COVID-19 was just like a blip. <laughs> the pandemic was a blip for me. It was almost like I snapped and I came back. It feels like, okay. Feels like 2020? Yeah. <laughs> or 2019, I guess. I feel like it was just last year, but then there's like a two-year blip that I missed. Um, okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I think we, we really covered a really good um, yeah. summary of secondary suites, at the very least in Edmonton. Your city's going to have their own rules. I know Calgary did a grandfathering um, uh, thing. Why can't I think of the word for it? Uh, program? Program. That's the one. <laughs> wow. That's a great word. They did a program a few years ago, um, you know, for grandfathering and suites as well. Yeah. I, and and very different. Um, not very, but like the, different than Edmonton requirements. So knowing one city does not mean you understand how another city does it. Yeah, and Kyle put in the comments here about the about Saskatoon. He's in in uh, Saskatoon, and mm-hmm. they have much different yeah. requirements. So you really need to know not only your province but your your specific city. City city of Leduc is completely yeah. different as well. Yeah, a lot of smaller um, towns, from what I've read, um, they don't have like the big programs that the bigger cities do. So like you you call up the city of Leduc and you know how, how do they go about doing it? How do they like what's the zoning requirements for basement suites and how do I know if I'm good for it? Basically, I believe there are basic zoning requirements and then what you have to do is that you need to declare to the city that you are proposing to re not rezone the property but to um, um, add a secondary suite and there's like basic requirements of like um, or examples of, of like different ways that you're supposed to let the community know. Mm-hmm. And like, there's examples of like, you need to post in the class, you need to post, um, an article in the local newspaper. You need to post a sign on your property. You need to go and, you know, send letters to everyone on your street and give them a period of time in order to complain whether they don't, if they don't want this. And now that was years ago, but it's like, you could tell that like, it's a little dated with like the whole in the newspaper newspaper, because like, obviously we don't read newspapers anymore, but there are requirements. You need to notify everyone in the community and then give them a period of time in order for them to complain if they wish to complain. And if anyone disputes it, then they, they can deny your request. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a big one for smaller cities. Yeah. Like they don't really give a shit. But if there's enough people complaining about it, they may give a shit. I wonder if that's changed now because, like, I know that we've received, like, letters from the city in the mail being, like, somebody in your neighborhood wants to um, open a gun business. <laughs> yeah. Here's your opportunity to, yeah, put in a stop to that. <laughs> Light a torch and grab a pitchfork. 
And here's the reason, here's how um, they like, and it like described how they, there will be no customers on site. There will be like this and that, like it, it, it went through how it would be safe mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. But I wonder if it would be the same sort of thing for, cause obviously we're in Laduke, but right. I've never, I don't know. I've never seen anything for it. Yeah. Ken, I see your question there. If you don't mind just saving your question uh, for Monday, that would be great. Talking about license and un, 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 and uninsured contractors. Um, a big congratulations to Mitchell. Mitchell just recently bought a townhouse for a flip and he takes possession next week. Um, but he's having trouble finding insurance for the flip. Who's mm. the go-to insurance for flips? Do you mind sharing? Yeah, we, uh, we use um, Sadler Insurance um, personally. Tell them Poppy sent you. Yeah, tell them Wayne and Gabby Hillier sent you. Uh, that's Steve. Steve uh, Hambly deals with the investment side of their mm-hmm. insurance group. Um, but just a month or two ago when I was having trouble getting a hold of Steve because he was on vacation, um, I made a bunch of calls to a bunch of uh, recommended companies who provide flip insurance. Um, so they are out there, but they're really hard to find. And so you're doing a great thing by asking, who do I contact? Yeah. I think a couple people put some recommendations in the comments here, but um, feel free to post in our Real Estate Investing Masters uh, Facebook group yes. if, if you want some more recommendations. I'm sure people will have lots of contacts. Just like the realtor thing. Go and ask people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, it, 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 could, it could change and a new person could come through and I, just, I really don't know. Um, just like this question that Matt has here too, it's a bit of a noob question. He says, um, how do you tell how the market is doing? Um, and to be completely honest, like I just, I hang around with people who know, you know what I mean? That's all about having a good network and having a good network and community is how you, how you stay resourceful. Right. When I have a question like that, I, I, as an entrepreneur, I, I, I'm the guy that makes shit happen. I'm the guy that makes decisions and implements them. And then I delegate it to people at the same time. If I have a question related to anything that I'm doing, I have a huge community of people that I can rely on and go and ask. So funny story, uh, Matt, you know, how do you know how the market is doing? Um, I got invited yesterday on a podcast and, uh, he's like, Hey, Wayne, do you mind coming to the podcast? And it's been a little while. I'm like, yeah, sure. I said, I haven't been on the the podcast circuit in a while, but I can put something together. And he goes, okay, cool. I'll get you to talk about the Alberta market. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I am not, I am not a market nerd. (laughs) You know, I said, Alberta's too easy, man. Like it's, it's like, I I did my research um, years ago, years ago when I was starting and I, I looked at all the different markets. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, you know, if I'm in Ontario, I really need to be clear on which city I'm in. And I got to look at the industry and the market there, you know, the, the vacancies, that kind of stuff. And then I just happened to look in my own city and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, wow, this market's dope. Like there's no thinking. And, and I basically told this guy, I'm like, man, like I, I close my eyes when I invest in, in, in Edmonton, it's really easy. Like it's, it's like nothing's changed for years. And like, even if like oil is crap, it's like, I, I wrote it out. You know what I mean? Like Edmonton's like super simple, but how do you tell if your market's doing good in other markets? I, I would, I would lean on your industry experts in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, there are people who love to nerd and love to do that kind of research. That's not me. I'm, I'm an action taker. And then I, and I rely on people um, who are smarter than I, not smarter than I am, but who actually like doing that stuff. Um, I, I find that some people, they get too caught up in all of the stats and stuff like that. And they never fucking do anything. Yeah. Right. And I know, depending on where the market is, I know there's a strategy for every type of market and every type of, every, every cycle. Right. So I just rely on those, those people to, to let me know what that is. And then I, I adapt, but, um, you know, considering you're in Edmonton, it's, it's pretty simple. I'll tell you that you can just close your eyes and. You'll hit, the, you'll hit the target. <laughs> um, or us, Jeremy. I think Jeremy would, would probably agree that he's one of those nerds. <laughs> Jeremy's putting out lots and lots of market content. So, I mean, like, if you're interested in Edmonton, go, go bug Jeremy because Jeremy knows all about it, right? And like I said, I haven't looked in years. And... Um, I, I catch up, like, you know, I go to different networking events from time to time um, or different, uh, you know, real estate uh, investing events. And I just like catch up with, you know, realtors and also industry experts and um, and I'll read articles from time to time. But even the articles, like it's, it's they're so biased. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just, I lean on the people that are smarter than I am, industry mm-hmm. leaders. That's Kirsten. Here's what Kirsten said. Matt, aside from doing research yourself, one thing you can do is follow someone like Calvin with Calvin Realty on social media, and he gives the monthly market updates for Edmonton. Yeah, yeah that's where I get mine from. <laughs> someone else wants to do the updates. That's fantastic. It saves me having to, to, to. Here's the problem with trying to do market research. You know, you're reading one from CBC, one from CTV, one from Global or whichever else, whoever. You know what I mean? And they're all opposite. So you have to act as like a critical thinker to determine, okay, I've taken in all this information, who is telling the truth or how, like what, what of this applies to me? Yeah. And that's time consuming. Mm -hmm. So I'd much rather just, you know, speak with industry experts instead and get their take on it. Um, Yeah. But like in any, in any market, in any cycle, you can, you can make money in real estate or in real estate investing business. I am way behind on this. Um, okay, I'm just catching up to, can someone set up a call with you to see if the master's mentorship <laughs> is a fit for them based on their situation? Can I can I go back to that? I'm over an hour, and if you got to go, Gab, you can go. I do. Okay. I'm going to go back to that. You guys want to stay overtime? I'm having too much fun. You have yourself a good day. Bye, everyone. Um. There was something in there that you read that question and, and and maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't mention it specifically, Gabby, when you read it, but someone, can someone set up a call with you to see if the master's mentorship program is a fit for them? Okay. I think that's what Gabby said, but there's four words after that. that they said, based on their situation. See, now that sounds like bullshit to me. Because everyone has a situation. Everyone's got shit. Everyone's got kids. Everyone's got a job. Everyone's got a baseball team. Everyone's got a, 
uh, a nonprofit that they support. Everyone's got limiting beliefs. Everyone's got a shitty family. Everyone's got people that don't believe in them. Now, I could be incredibly embarrassed. I get a phone call with you and you're like, oh, this is my situation. I'm like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I, I, I open myself up to that, to that risk. But for most of the times that I hear that based on my situation, well, here's my situation. It's all bullshit because everybody has a situation and everybody has something that's preventing them from moving forward. And that's not me trying to sell the master's mentorship program. That's just me telling you that that bullshit is preventing you from moving forward. And whenever I hear someone say, okay, here's my situation. I will tell you, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, here we go. What do they got? And like, how do I convince them that this is, this is, this is just all in their head. Everybody's got shit. Okay. And your shit is preventing you from moving forward. Whether that be hopping into a program or whether that be buying your first property or whether that be making that first phone call to that person that you know you need to partner up with. I want you to think about that this weekend. If it's money, then we can come up with a solution for that. That's simple. How much money do you need? Okay, cool. How am I going to find that money? We're going to reverse engineer just like we're going to reverse engineer your real estate investing business and your goals. It's very simple. Anything can be figured out, right? It's all mathematics. That's what I love about life. It's all math. Anything can be reverse engineered. There's always an option. Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Are you willing to do that option to, to achieve it though? That's the problem. If you join masters, you're going to notice that I am a stickler on words (laughs) because those bullshit words that you just put in there are what are holding you back. When people say, yeah, I really need to do that. No, 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 no. Don't say those words near me. I will do that. Start auditing yourself when it comes to words this weekend too. I would like you guys to do that. When you start saying things about, you know, what it is that you plan on doing. When you make a decision to do something, like I am going to build this business and I am going to make this much money and with that money, I am going to use it to do this. I'm going to use it to help, you know, underprivileged families. You need to be very careful with the words that you choose. Because the, when you when you when you miss improperly use words, what it does is it gives you an excuse not to actually do it. Whereas when you make a decision to do something, that is fucking final. A decision is fucking final. It should be when, it should be how, and it shouldn't be I need to or I'd like to. Those types of words. But I will gladly set up a phone call with you. Just email me at info at reimasters.ca. I'll hop on a phone call with you. I'm sorry if I stepped out of line. If it was something personal, I apologize. But I historically, words like that are typically the stuff that we, are the first things that we work on when I start working with someone. It's the first things I work on. It's like you need to cut those words out of your vocabulary. 
and I will not call it mindset. It's not mindset. Fuck that cliche word. But it is reframing the way that you think. All right. I am scrolling through tons of messages. I'm going to see. I'm going to get right down to the bottom. Okay. Oh, there's still lots of people here. This is good. Okay, maybe I might go over time more often. All right, we're all caught up. I didn't catch anything else, but if there are other questions about secondary suites, if there are other questions about um, the mentorship program, uh, and then as well, I believe Ken had a question about um, hiring contractors when they're insured or uh, um, not licensed. That's actually funny. That's ironically a question that came up in the master's group yesterday someone was asking about something similar to that so um that's a great question uh just remind me on monday and uh and we'll cover that it's just a little bit of a longer answer um but i look forward to seeing you guys on monday hope you guys have an awesome weekend for those of you that are meeting up with us on sunday at the edmonton uh fix and flip networking event i will see you guys there again have a great weekend thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.